0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are going to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones. And ones where people say weird shit like this. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. Everyone's on them. My name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. Coming up on today's show, I'm very excited. Commercials for something I didn't even know existed until you told me about them. Barbie shops.
2: <laughs> I think you might have misread the show notes.
1: This is where people go and buy dolls, I assume.
2: Ah, uh, no, this is uh, barber shops. If you, t- if you take a closer look.
1: Oh, but you gotta admit, my spoof was golden. It was. I mean, that was just solid comedy. That was solid I was comedy. Pretending. Well, To be a goofball.
2: Yes. Well, we'll submit that to the podcast awards this year. Yes,
1: exactly. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, my God. We should submit this show. There are plenty of podcast awards.
2: There's probably more. I wonder at this point. Well, no, I was going to say, could there be more podcast awards than podcasts? But that would be uh, an astounding number of awards. (laughs) That
1: would be astounding. But we'll be talking about barbershops and commercials. And also, um, when we check in with the Ad Council, we have some wonderful singers sharing some jingles with us, including one. Very close to my heart, somebody reminded me of a jingle from my youth, a Cleveland area jingle. Oh, boy. That I had forgotten about and now has extra kind of weight to it because it's about to go away forever. Oh, this no. thing that has been like a 30, 35 year tradition is going away. And so this um, iconic old um, jingle has possibly jingled its last jingle. Oh, but I yeah. got some more details about it. I found a news story we're going to play, uh, including an interview with the person who wrote the jingle. It's a whole thing. Well, I
2: can't think of a better um, swan song. Yeah. Swan jingle.
1: <laughs> swan jingle than... <laughs>
2: then ATM.
1: Then yeah, a, a little appreciation here on ATM. So, um, okay, before we get to all that, the one last thing, Vives, um, this is kind of exciting. We have a special podcast that is going to drop in your feed this Thursday. Of course, we have always released this show on Tuesday. Have we ever released this show on a non-Tuesday?
2: Once or twice. Once it got delayed, and I think once we did two in one week when we first started. But on on the whole, this is a Tuesday release show.
1: Yeah, why am I focusing on that anyway this Thursday something special is going to be in your feed and it's not going to be a typical episode of after these messages in fact it's not going to be an episode of after these messages at all it's an exciting kind of reunion podcast we're doing and I think it's more of a reunion for you Viv so I'll let you take it from here
2: yeah well uh, for those who don't know um, I several years ago used to co-host a podcast called the grapes of rad with uh, our friends and uh and broadcasters, uh well, one of them's a broadcaster, Aaron Mason and Nick Allers. And Nick and Aaron then started their own separate podcast that was a companion podcast for Quantum Leap, um, called The Look Home The Leap Home, colon, A Look Bacula. Yes.
1: Which I loved. I loved Quantum Leap growing up, and they invited us to be on the show at least once, but I think maybe a couple of times.
2: Yeah, at least once. And we maybe had maybe just once. We yeah. had a great time being on it. And then that show uh just sort of, you know, became defunct because life got in the way. And with uh, folks starting to be vaccinated and things getting safer, we decided to have Nick and Aaron over and we recorded one special one-off episode of The Leap Home Colon A Look Backula. Um, Aaron's going to release it somewhere on on his various social media platforms. We're also going to release it here in our After These Messages feed um, and we hope you like it.
1: Yeah, and if you have any interest in watching the show that we'll be discussing ahead of time i'll let you know that the show the episode of quantum leap is it's season three i want to say episode 12 it's around there and the name of it is eight and a half months of course a name that is parodying eight and a half weeks but in this one um sam finds himself leaping into the body of a pregnant teen. Yes. And that is the story. And we watched it and we discussed it. And it was a really, really good time. I was never a part of the the Grapes of Radaverse. I mean, I, I was invited to be a guest a couple of times and we always had a good time. And of course, um, this is something very close to your heart, Vives. And it really uh, m- felt special to me to see the three of you back together again. And we're all laughing and having a good time. So um, if you're somebody who used to love that vibe anyway, I think this is going to be pretty special and if you have never heard it before check it out it's a lot of fun <laughs> I, I love quantum leap I could talk about quantum leap forever <laughs> and those guys are just so good at what they do yeah
2: they are very good at what they do so yeah check it out you'll see it uh this Thursday in your ATM feed you don't even have to do anything it will just show up on its own
1: well you gotta hit play that's true speaking of let's hit play <laughs>
3: the color of the hair I can cheat gratitude a new
1: fair. She's finish Before it
3: began
1: I probably played that a little bit longer than I needed to, but I wanted uh, to ask you, Vives. now that you hear this, do you recognize this song? Yeah, I've heard it. Because I had talked to you um, before the show, and you could not it didn't pop into your head immediately. Uh, it's In Excess, of course. What is In Excess's biggest hit, do you think? Oh. Uh, oh, Need You Tonight and Devil Inside. In fact, I wonder if I always new confused. Sensation. Oh, New Sensation devil inside and suicide blonde kind of a similar vibe there i think um anyway uh check out my podcast about in excess um <laughs> launching uh, alw
2: talking in excess <laughs> to you uh
1: okay let's start with old spice because it sounds like they're taking the barbershop advertising trope to a whole new level do i have that right
2: yeah they're they're doing um something that goes beyond advertising and is more like you know a, a stunt, uh, IRL experience, marketing experience. I'm sure that there, are, you know, there's some some terminology for for what they've done. But what they've actually done is create a meat space barbershop in of all places, Columbus, Ohio.
1: Mm, I it, wonder if Columbus is one of those like test market places.
2: It could be that it's also the home of Ohio State University, uh. and that's where the where they, this barbershop is. It's uh, on the campus. But it is it is a fully branded old spice space. When you when you walk in the door, um you, the, the front desk is like is a boat. Um like a like a rowboat. Yeah. Um
1: kind of old spicy. Yeah,
2: and everything in the space and the space is really cool looking. Um and they're using it as sort of like um a, a, a place to do like marketing uh like marketing events and, and a digital content studio. It's also a retail store, a test lab to develop new products because this is the big thing that Old Spice is getting into is like hair products now. Oh, okay. And so this is their, their way of doing it. Um, they, this is from the Columbus Dispatch. Celebrity barbers like Florido, Benjamin Thigpen, Matt Johnson, and Pat Regan, I don't know if I pronounced any of those names right, are scheduled to come to Columbus for a weekend residency program
1: I wonder if it's Florido because it's spelled just like Florida, right? That's true. Only with an O on the end.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Sorry to interrupt. Florido or Florido. Uh, You say Florido, I say (laughs) Florido. Um, I say Florida. um, So these are barbers who have like styled hair for famous athletes and actors. Um, So it's just going to be like a, you know, it's it's all this like content marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Like it'll be like a, a cool looking space where... Um, they can do events and do content marketing and do video um, and release and like release those videos. So it's all about creating uh, that hashtag content
1: now, you did a bunch of reading about this. Does this sound eye rolly or cool to you?
2: I mean, a little, I mean, anything that's that's purely about branding makes me roll my eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the pictures and it looked kind of cool. The funny thing about it is that, like, I was thinking like okay well they created this thing they released they opened it up in like pretty recently like early march or february maybe and I thought like well for sure certainly there will be all this content coming out of it right like mm-hmm. I'll I'll find these videos of florido fl- <laughs> or whatever flo florido um you know doing doing hair or whatever but other than all of the like um, the release, the news release, and stuff, and some some ad- adjacent news releases from some of the partners that they mm-hmm. worked with. I haven't been able to find any like actual hashtag content about this, so I'm not sure what's going on. I wonder if it's like, did they make this plan before COVID, and then they like mm. got kind of hosed by the by the quarantine or what? But there is one piece of content that they released. To kind of promote this it's kind of kind of like a commercial although i don't think this ever aired on tv so this is something that i think will be
1: up your alley okay um, can i ask you a quick question first though yeah but can i just get my hair cut there if i'm a student at well, ohio state
2: it's unclear because like i said i can't find anything ex- outside of the the news release but it appears to just be a barber shop i mean i don't know if you could just be like i want florido to cut my hair <laughs> um but you i think you can go there if they're having Open hours,
1: yeah. Because I'm reading, you know, I'm reading these notes that you have here, and it's just like to me. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to trash the idea because I didn't do the reading about it. I'm really hearing about it now for the first time. But like, it says, old, I'm just repeating exactly what you said: a fully functioning studio to produce digital and social media content in real time, and you know, and and like residency programs with celebrity barbers. But like, how about just being a barber shop? Well, you know. Said-
2: It says that um, the store will feature Easter eggs inspired by the brand, including 3D models that show various haircuts and styles that customers can request. I don't understand many of the words in that sentence. (laughs) TBH. Right,
1: right, right. Uh, I
2: don't know what an Easter egg means in the context of an actual meat space. Um, mm-hmm. But it sounds like you, there will be some kind of customers. I, I
1: see. So this press release is just focusing on those aspects of it. But it's a barbershop, we I think, think
2: it's a barbershop. I mean, you look at it, there's like, you know, eight barber chairs, and it looks like a barbershop. Okay. Um, I mean, I wonder, like, are they going to, like, screen you for for being, like, Instagram-worthy if you come in? Oh, I mean, I do wonder. Like, is, maybe that's why they did it on a college campus. Like, you up your your chances that someone will walk in and be like you know fit to fit to show right on your channel
1: and so is there like a a commercial aspect that goes along with all this do they have a campaign running or anything
2: well like i said it's weird how there's not that much about it out Mm -hmm. there but there is one ad that they released and i don't think they released this anywhere except online um to kind of introduce this new space um, I think this is actually going to be up your alley because um, I know you like things that are out of scale. Yes. Um, and this involves a giant head.
1: Okay. Um, I
2: don't. I think I'm going to have to kind of just narrate this because um, I don't think there's any talking in it. But what we have is a giant head, a head the size of like maybe like a, like a an SUV or something. I mean, it's a huge head. Okay. And it's a man's head. And it's covered in hair, but the hair is to scale. Like the 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 strands of hair are like scaled up.
1: So it's like rope. So it's almost like string. So
2: it's almost like string. Okay. And so you have these two Old Spice guys who give it a little haircut, and they cut the hair on the thing. And then the the head is sitting on the trailer behind a truck and the truck pulls out and drives it to the barber shop in Columbus, Ohio.
1: Okay, so this head is not attached to a body. Right. It's just okay. a it's just a head. It's just All like
2: right. a it's like the kind of head you would have where you would like, you know, learn how to cut hair basically. Okay,
1: I'm excited. Let's take a listen to this. Okay, it's coming out of a car wash. Giant comb, a giant comb combing the hair, huge scissors big old hair dryer. I'm loving this Veeves. And then for know some reason well. they
2: have a they only have a like a regular size of hair pomade of Old Spice hair pomade. That's a good point. Why, Why didn't they get a big tub of it? Yeah. And it drives across a, a some bridge in Columbus, Ohio, and it pulls up outside the Old Spice barbershop. They give it a little comb so it's not so windblown.
1: Now, what's going to happen with that head? Is that head going to be is going to sit outside of this barbershop?
2: They don't it, it's not clear where the head is uh final resting place will be
1: Do you think they will be auctioning off the head? And I don't if know. so, <laughs> I have a follow-up question right. for you and me and our finances.
2: Yes, and also our storage space solutions.
1: Yeah, well I think that you would if you have a head like that you're not going to store it. You're going to display it, right?
2: That head wouldn't even fit in our house.
1: I'm talking roof. You're gonna sit it on our roof? Uh, I'm just tossing ideas out there. All
2: right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not vetoing it immediately.
1: I love it. That's more than I thought I'd get from you. Okay. So we wanted to like places. get into
2: the news for being weirdos? Yeah. Local couple places giant head.
1: If we were closer to the highway, that would be a that good would be thing. fun. Yeah. Um, all I right. think
2: I can think of about a million pranks I'd like to do with that giant head.
1: Okay, give me one.
2: Um, I mean, I would, like just funny places to leave it. Okay. Like, so, like Mayor Durkin's. You can
1: think of one prank. <laughs> well, but I with mean, a with a million people. Lined with a million up. people. Put it on Mayor Durkin's lawn. <laughs> uh, so she and Carmen take, Best take, can talk about how they're victims. Yeah, again. take
2: some of the heat off Shama.
1: Um, yeah, no, I like I like that. Yeah. Um, I had an idea, but then I forgot it. So let's move on. <laughs> now, I'm looking at some of these. Now, some of these are things we've talked about before. I think you have a State Farm commercial here. Is this the... Was it a Super Bowl one? Yeah. That this, had Patrick Mahomes? Oh, no, no, no. no it wasn't Super bowl
2: No, this isn't the Super Bowl one, but we have talked about some of these. So we can zip right through them. We don't even have to, to talk to play them if you don't want to. But this is one where you've got Patrick Mahomes. He's sitting in a barber chair. For some reason he is getting his haircut but he's surrounded by young men who also have his very distinctive Mm -hmm. hairstyle and they're talking to jake from state farm handsome jake about um the fact that they don't need to get the patrick mahomes haircut to get the patrick mahomes discount because of course Everyone gets the discount.
1: Now, I have my issues with this um, commercial, but another fella that I do a different podcast with who would never... Gain to talk about commercials on that other podcast, knowing that this is kind of our space, sort of our
2: sacred but space that name, we sort of carved out by ourselves, exactly.
1: And uh, his podcast can talk about literally, literally anything, any, so why thing. would it focus on commercials? Yeah, it doesn't. Is right. the, anyway. It's your point. it's so, like it never,
2: never has, never will.
1: Of course, I'm talking about my buddy Luke <laughs> and um, his
2: obsession with
1: commercial <laughs> TV media, commercials. Yes, um, but this drives him crazy because there's an aspect of this that I don't think you and I realized when we um, first talked about this commercial, but one of the people in this commercial is Jackson Mahomes, oh. who is a t- like kind of he's trying to make it big on TikTok. And Luke's always irritated by him because he seems if I can summarize this and if I'm wrong, then Luke can set the record straight or s- sue me or whatever.
2: Um, I hope Luke sues us. So that <laughs> would be some really great content for Over your podcast. Over this. Over this. this yeah. That would
1: be something. I Can get to you use imagine? that drop, sue me for what all the time? <laughs> Rocky. Uh, anyway, the thing that bothers him is he feels like Jackson Mahomes is a classic. If I have that name right, I don't know if he has more brothers. I know that he has Yeah, yeah, this is him. Um, Jackson Mahomes, he he feels like he's a real hanger on. And like you'll see him on the sidelines all the time that he's trying to really leverage his brother's skill into his own celebrity. Mm-hmm. And so Jackson Mahomes is one of the people who is in this commercial as well. My problem with it is. I think one of the character, and I could be totally wrong about this. Patrick Mahomes, the best, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Arguably the best, although Tom I Brady mean, this, might this have something super to say Bowl about that. Super Bowl
2: notwithstanding, right. but Yeah, he's he's still an incredible talent.
1: I mean, otherworldly. Yet I also think he's handsome, and I, I don't. You don't have to weigh in on that. I don't want to make you objectify people. I don't on think the show. it's even
2: a question. Of course he's handsome. He's, I
1: think he's handsome, and I think he's got super cute hair. Like, I really like his hair. Yet the premise of this commercial I is... I agree. All these guys are kind of like in line and they think that they have to get that haircut in yeah, order to get the... Yeah, it's a cool haircut. And then they're all relieved that they don't have to get it. But like, okay, maybe you don't all want to like... I mean, get Polamalu
2: like, ha- in there, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, right, there's sure. someone that you're like... I mean, I don't know how you cut someone's hair to look like Polamalu's hair, but what like... What does it
1: look like? I can't remember. Well, is he's got the like great... Long? Isn't
2: he have the great big long locks, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, that's someone that like... You Know he's got his own look, but it is definitely not for everyone, right? Oh,
1: no, I'm sorry, I looked him up, yeah, I can remember. He's the he was the um stealer with the long flowing the long locks, flowing right? Yeah, locks. yeah, yeah. He's,
2: he's done like a shampoo commercial where they kind of like play on his long flowing locks,
1: right? Right, and right. that's
2: his look, but there's sort of that's a one that's one where I'm like, oh, yeah, like I wouldn't necessarily want Troy Palomalo's look, yeah, but. I feel like Patrick Mahomes' look is so cool and so current.
1: Why is everybody so relieved like we don't have to get that haircut anymore? Yeah, or
2: or, or dejected that they've already
1: done oh, it. Oh, that's what it is. That's yeah. right. They already got it. Okay, let's take a listen. So Jake from State Farm. You're saying you
3: don't have to look like me to get the Patrick price? No. State Farm offers everyone surprisingly
1: great rates. I think that was Jake the... Into- other Man. chair You mean Jackson, grow back, Jackson. I, promise. I can't believe I did this At least you got the Patrick Price My bad Do you want the real deal mm-hmm. Like a good neighbor So it
2: changes it a little bit for me now Knowing that that's his real life brother
1: Yeah and I, am, I don't live on TikTok as much So I'm not exactly sure which one is his brother Whether he's in the other barber chair Or one of the other chairs That are kind of in the waiting area But I guess it doesn't matter um, that
2: kind of makes a little bit more sense to me why someone would be bummed about it because there's something about not wanting to be exactly like your brother, although if if Luke is to be believed, that's actually Jackson's main thing. right. right. but but I, I but if that's the joke and if that's the if that's the the twist, then they need to make it clear to like people, to old women like myself. <laughs> Who don't know enough about either football or TikTok or whatever to know, to like intuit that that's his brother. They need to like have him say, like, little bro, I'm sorry, or mom's gonna be so mad, Mm -hmm. or something. I mean, it's like it's an easy fix.
1: Are you interested in starting a podcast with me about the intersection of football and TikTok?
2: What do we call it? I, it's better if you can come up with a <laughs> if you can come up with a punny name in the next five seconds. Wait then five yes. seconds.
1: Um, f- talk uh, t- talking football.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, I made my bed. I guess I'll have to lie in it. <laughs> I'll as as I I I'll look at my schedule. Oh
1: man, I felt the I really Genevieve was giving me the five four three countdown on her hand. I was really sweating that one. it's, it's a tough world out there. I will say.
2: I'm hella into talking football.
1: (laughs) Speaking of uh, our relationship. That's going to be terrible.
2: That's going to be the two things that I am the least equipped to talk about.
1: You're more equipped to talk about um, football than any other sport.
2: Yeah, but that is the lowest possible
1: bar. (laughs) Okay. um, I did want to say that I am... And this is a weird <laughs> time to bring football. it up. I am furious at you. Okay. Because in the words of Al Pacino, I believe in the Godfather Part 3, every time I'm out, they put me back in. Was That, a, that wasn't a great Pacino. Should I try it again? Should I keep trying until no, I, I dial it in I, or should I, we just move on? I think
2: just move on.
1: Uh, because... Every time I think I'm done with this next goddamn commercial, you somehow bring it back. It's a commercial this for the ages.
2: It's, the it best. speaks to the
0: human it's condition. It's about to get Vista, baby. <laughs> Make it a double. Yeah. Nice main. Trauma. $5.99.
1: Okay, this is a commercial that we've talked about a lot. Of course, it's for Jack in the Box. I'm not going to try to describe it. I spent one show. I think I spent like 20 minutes trying yeah. to describe everything. And I will spare you my seconds.
2: disquisition on why a menutar is a is a complicated amalgamation of two
1: mythological animals. A minotar and a what? And a centaur. And a centaur. Right. But
2: let me say this. Why is this taking place in a barbershop?
1: It makes no sense. So,
2: I guess he I guess because of the nice mane.
1: Yeah, but why but what is that it, I
2: mean he's a, he's a horse,
1: oh. he's a
2: some he's some sort of farm like he's some sort of, you know, quadruped anyway. But you don't
1: build the commercial. You don't start with the setting. You I'll tell don't start you something. with the joke nice I'll mane. I'll tell you a
2: fact that I know right now, which is we have spent a thousand times more time thinking and talking about this ad than anyone who was involved in its creation or production. Okay? That is a, that is a true scientific fact.
1: That was, so this is a huge aside, and I apologize for this, but <laughs> what you just said is very similar to some internet comments I read today on about a vastly different <laughs> subject, which is, do you know who... Uh, Nomi Fry is, a writer for The New Yorker. I don't. I think she's like kind of a cultural writer. I couldn't keep up with my New Yorker subscription,
2: and I let it lapse. And now I feel like I'm so out of the loop. It's
1: okay. I just follow The New Yorker on Instagram, and uh, they'll put their stories out there. And today, somebody was writing about Chet Hayes' quote-unquote white boy summer. Oh, boy. And the subject line intrigued me. It said, like, the lost promise of Chet Hayes' White Boy Summer, which is an interesting take. And it was written by this woman, Nomi Fry, And she said that, whatever, I I don't feel like getting into it. I did it on TBTL today. You can listen to it there or just read her piece. But it was kind of a a, a look at what Chet Hayes is doing with that and whether or not it could have been non-problematic if you took out some other context surrounding his life. Um, and I found it to be interesting. Now, I don't think that I owe it to Chet Hayes to bend over backwards to you know see if this bullshit he's spewing is acceptable <laughs> yes. or, or not. But strong, that was
2: strong. Agree. But it was just
1: like a morning. I'm scrolling through my phone. Yeah. There it is. It's a four minute read. I read it. I think about it. I really. I think I just really like this writer. I had not followed her stuff before, but I thought it was just kind of well written. So then. I go to Twitter, and I decide I'm going to follow her because she writes about stuff that seems interesting to me. And I look at her recent tweets, and one of the most recent ones was, everybody, please stop dragging me over my Chet Hayes piece. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a long digression. I'm sorry. Anyway, and all I saw was a bunch of people responding saying, you have given a million times more thought to what he is doing than he has. Yes. Which isn't... But but still, though, of course, people do stupid things all the time that, I mean, that are was, thoughtless. It doesn't mean that we can't be thoughtful about right, them. Right, I mean, as, that was
2: true of the entire Trump presidency, right? Like right, every, of course, Every yeah. reaction to Trump was more thoughtful and nuanced than anything that they were reacting to.
1: I think the reason uh, it's so forefront of my mind is because it was the first thing I was thinking about when I woke up today, but then it... Ended up leading to a long conversation that I didn't even really want to have on TBTL about this. And I'm sort of bracing myself. I think as more and more people hear today's episode. Oh, are of you that, about to
2: reap the whirlwind now? I
1: think that people will probably say, like, why were you guys even trying to bend over backwards to have this conversation about a white asshole who's just saying dumb things as opposed to just being like, he's an idiot, let's move on. Right. And so I'm wondering, I'm sort of bracing well, I'm for happy the to say there.
2: on this show. He's an idiot. <laughs> let's,
1: let's move, move on. on. Okay, I apologize. Uh, I'm a little all over the place today. Okay. Oh, Modelo. Let's is, have a
2: let's cleanse our palate. Yes. with the wonderful marketing of Modelo.
1: Yes, they are. You're you love their campaign. I am
2: in the bag for Modelo. Yeah. I, they their their marketing is so good that when I'm looking for that kind of beer, you know, like a a light like mm. Mexican style lager. That's what that's what tips me over often is like I'll think about them as I'm looking at the beers on the shelf.
1: You know what I'm realizing just now? What? And this does have to do with marketing. I like Modelo. It's fine. It's not my go-to. But when you said that, I thought, I don't usually go for Modelo because I immediately think about the fact that I can never really get all that golden tinfoil off the tin top. The golden tinfoil Yet- is
2: not optimal
1: yet i understand why they don't want to ditch it because it is their marker it's what sets them apart in a packaging way Yeah, yeah for sure
2: i i don't love that they that you can't it is hard to get it totally out of your mouth Touching area. And I'm apologize for saying that phrase.
1: Hey Genevieve. <laughs> yeah. Later on, do you want to touch our mouth touching areas?
2: Never again now. So thanks. <laughs> I I realize that I opened the door, counselor, but I I take it back. Anyway, yeah, you can't ever really get it away from the, the mouth of the bottle. Yeah. And you're constantly sort of you know like picking it or I am anyway picking at it with my fingernails and it kind of ends up in like little tinsel yep, little
1: balls all over the place bits of
2: stuff I don't like it but I get like you like it has it looks cool I think mm-hmm. when you see the the close, you know the the bottle before it's been open I think it looks cool um so yeah so the bottle is iconic um but what I really love is their is their marketing is their actual advertising campaign that they've been doing for a number of years I know I've talked about it before on this show um, what they have been doing is using that Ennio Morricone uh, music that we all know from, you know, like
1: it's from one of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, movies. from like I the spaghetti know. westerns.
2: Yeah. Um, and they spotlight an individual person, um, typically uh, someone who is Latinx, uh, and they and and typically doing something really interesting in in their field. It, it can be it's we've had they've had people who are. Um, you know UFC fighters. I think of like a firefighter. Um, I think like um, maybe somebody in the military. It tends to sort of uh, trend or or have a bent towards working class, sort of working class heroes. But the one constant is that it's always someone who's pulled themselves up and made something of themselves in in America. And it's a celebration of diversity in America. Yeah. Um, this one is about a, uh, someone who is known as the Barber King. His name is Philly Garcia. And it tells his story of kind of really coming from nothing and becoming now having now having become a barber who like is kind of a celebrity barber. He should be in that. uh he should be one of the barbers at the uh, Old Spice Barbershop. Oh,
1: right. Yeah, no kidding. Maybe he is. <laughs> Maybe he is. Oh, I don't know. We should cross-reference that. Uh,
2: but anyway, this is a really cool story. This The the audio will tell you most of it. And you get to see this guy, Philly Garcia, um, doing like interesting. I, I feel like there's probably some terminology here that I'm, I'm skipping over, but like shaving shapes into people's heads.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, shaving shapes into people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that looks like.
1: I always wanted to get a Batman symbol in my head. I saw that once <laughs> feel in like 1989. Those, your
2: days of having enough for Batman are probably Aww. in the old rear Yeah, maybe it'd have there. to be the
1: opposite. It'd have to be like somebody would have to like chia pet me in some way. I have to grow out Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Batman symbol in my head. All right, let's take a listen to this. If Philly
0: Garcia didn't have the fighting spirit to drive his ambition, he never would have left home for L.A. with only his car to sleep in. If he listened to those who rejected him, he never would have sold that car to pay for his dream. And if he lacked the will to improve his craft, he never would have made a name for himself, lining up some of the biggest names in pro sports. That's the fighting spirit. That's what makes a lion. Modelo, root for those with a fighting spirit.
1: You know, what really worked for me in that ad was was very subtle, I think, especially to the podcast listening audience, because you don't see the visuals going along with it but at the end in the barber shop he and some other fellas like clink their bottles together and that sound in the mix really made me want to crack open a cold beer of course what doesn't what
2: doesn't but i mean i do think it's a very effective um it's a great story and then like you said like it actually connects you with the product at the end in a really um, evocative way. Yeah. But I like that, you know, that's Modelo's done a ton of these stories, but this is the first one I've seen that actually takes place in a barbershop. And Mm -hmm. I thought, um, you know, barbershops, whatever, like as we talk about this, like why are there so many barbershop commercials? I mean, it's we we are cherry picking a little bit and we're going to go back in time a little bit, but there really are a fair amount of them. I mean, compared to uh, other locations. Other, other kinds of businesses yeah. and things
1: you don't see a lot of commercials that take place in salons unless it's for a salon experience or a, a salon replacement experience yeah I think that's like true an type
2: yeah yeah exactly like this there are commercials that take place in salons but these are for things that are have nothing to do with haircutting mm-hmm. as a product and I
1: think it does have to do with like I said at the top of the show that community aspect of it which again I'm kind of like I'm I'm kind of jealous of that I've never had that like, I really like going to the barber, and I love going to Rudy's, which is a small chain, mostly on the West Coast, but not exclusively at this point. Um, in fact, this is kind of a, a another aside, but when I moved down to L.A. for work, what was that, six, seven, more than that now, like seven or eight years ago now, I really, really missed Seattle. And the job was really tough, and I was more stressed out than I would ever been in my adult life. And... Knowing that there were Rudy's barber shops down there, I could go to, and there were a few of them. Um, it felt like going back home. Oh, like wow. yeah, I I think about that a lot, and like how much I loved going to them because it was it felt like a just felt familiar, yeah. you know. Um, and but but I, I guess I would say though, I still have never been like, and I don't think that there's. I don't know where these barbershops are, but I've never been to a barbershop where they're like, hey, Andrew's here. Well, you know, you
2: kind of have that in New Hampshire.
1: There were a couple of Quebecois guys right. who did have a barbershop in New Hampshire and like old school, you know, barber pole spinning on the outside. I liked them. They did know me didn't give great haircuts that's not that's not what you were looking for you said
2: you were looking for a sense of community but it
1: wasn't but it was like no i realize you were also looking for a good haircut you know the one guy would always stick his fingers in my ear too i remember that yeah he would he would be drying me off at the end or like i don't know cleaning me up or whatever Um, maybe after using the straight razor around the edge of my neck and then he'd be like using a towel to wipe off the cream or whatever and then he would like quickly stick his fingers in my ear and i don't know if he was doing that to kind of goose me as a joke Or if it was just like to, you know, make sure that there was no dampness in there. Um, But it was interesting. But but I mean, like, (laughs) as a place to actually hang out. And I do think there's a barbershop near our house. But, like, I tried to go there twice. And they said, oh, you don't have to make an appointment. You can just walk in. But I tried it twice. And both times just, like, they acted like they didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, you said I could just walk in, and I—I I, I don't know. I kind of the second time I kind of was like felt really put off yeah. because they told me I could just come back that day, and I really needed a haircut. And but when I be in the before times, like you would pass it, and it seems like it really is run by a couple of youngish guys who I think are recent UW grads or were at one point, and uh, and they seem like they have a community where the one time I walked in there to try to get my haircut, one of the other barbers stopped by in the. You know, forty-five seconds. I was in there. I saw another barber stopped by just to check in on what the gang yeah. was doing and sat down on one of the chairs and was cutting it up. Yeah,
2: if you could have uh, broken through there.
1: But instead, I stamped out like a pouty bastard.
2: Like a pouty pony.
1: Like a po- like a who's your pouty little pony? All right, so we go from beer to credit cards here.
2: Yeah, this is uh, for American Express. This one really reminded me of the show we did where it was like. Um, Big business, making little businesses carry the water for oh, them yeah. by showing like what a great service they are for those mm-hmm. small businesses. But
1: also highlighting real small businesses. Yeah. And we
2: talked a lot about in that show about, uh, you know, who is benefiting uh, the most from this kind of ad. This is exactly that thing, right? Like you've got a it looks like a black barber barbershop um, and very much like the, it's the center of the community. It's like all this great stuff. It's a small business. And what what business credit card do they use? Why? American Express.
1: It's being in his chair again, not your kitchen's. The oh, buzz of the it's Clippers also post-COVID or,
2: or like mid-COVID. Yeah,
1: I was going to say the big thing here is like they're all wearing masks and they're gloved up. And then uh, the regular customer walks in and they kind of give a kind of a, a distant hug. Like, oh, we want a hug, but yeah. we can't. Well, like, we all know
2: that the, the arms up, no touch hug. Yeah,
1: right? that kind of COVID move. You get the impression that they haven't seen each other since the beginning of the shutdown. This is nice. It is nice. It's being in his chair again, not your kitchen's. The buzz of the Clippers in his expert hands. How he remembers exactly how much to take off the top and perfects a fade that had all but faded away. The small details are a big reason to come back and shop your favorite small businesses. We know them. We love them. So let's go shop small. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That captures exactly what I want.
2: It is. It is It is a the sense of familiarity and the um mutual affection and the just the whole environment and atmosphere of that barbershop is so seductive. Um and I I think they I think American Express really nailed it with that one.
1: Uh-oh though. Is direct TV going to ruin the mood? You know,
2: this one barely counts, honestly. <laughs> we, okay, we what's could, going on here? It's just like a bunch of sports fans and they're getting crazy haircuts. Um
1: Oh, to kind of, to look I see like, one screen To look like in. the
2: mascots of their favorite sports Like teams. this
1: one guy's a Longhorns fan, so he's got his beard and hair all twisted up. Right, and they so look it to like, look, like look, the, look like Longhorns. So it's sort of
2: just like crazy haircuts.
1: Okay, that's, this should work on a podcast. Let's yeah. take a listen.
2: <laughs> listen for some crazy
1: haircuts. <laughs> I see it's kind of a reveal. Right now we're just seeing people kind of sitting down. And now we start to see—he's got enough hair to get a logo shaved into it. He
2: gets his logo shaved, in. She, she—she's got the uh, like some Green college Bay. teams, yeah.
1: Whoa, get that Direc- elephant can is... catch college football games anywhere with the Direct TV app. More for your thing—that's our thing. I know Visit we say Direc-TV this every time. Com. I love the woman they hired to do the voiceover for all of these commercials. Yeah, she's great. And I think we've looked up her name before, and I apologize for not. Oh, here it is, uh, Lena Waith, I yeah, think. Yeah,
2: and you know what? Someone wrote in and let us know that she uh, was on Master of None. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, okay. Show. Yeah, okay, and cool. she's great there, too. And I had I had only watched like half the first season of that, um, and just, I don't know, it it got away from me, but uh, I, I vaguely remember liking her.
1: Mm. Okay, one more on the list here. Um, you say this is very confusing and problematic in the yes, show Yes, it's notes.
2: either very... Conf- I think it is problematic. It's for sure confusing. Okay. <laughs> so we're in a barbershop. Uh, this is more like your old, your old bunch of, school... Yeah. White barber shop. Um, yeah, you have in two of the chairs and this is kind of old I think this is like at least ten years old mm-hmm. um, in one of the chairs You have a guy who is a older guy with a big white beard and white hair and sitting next to him uh, Is a little person mm-hmm. and they're both getting their hair cut.
1: Okay ready to hit play on this
2: Yeah, we may, I may have to stop and explain a few things So the bearded guy shows uh, the little person who he apparently knows or something, um, whatever's on his phone.
1: He kind of leans over as if you're showing somebody like a a photo on your phone or something. He leans over and shows it to him. Naughty. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah, you can see where this is going. You have an old big white beard, beard,
2: little person, somebody's naughty.
1: And then we suddenly see Santa's phone, and he's got a list of names. And some are checkmarked nice and some are checkmarked naughty. Right. Members get 10 bucks off of layaway purchases of 50 bucks or more.
2: And then for, for some for reason, no reason, for no reason, <laughs> while he's doing his, his nice and naughty uh, checking off, um, he gets a pop-up ad for Kmart. And he then click, he, clicks
1: and he clicks on, on it. it. And that's why he says
0: members get 10 bucks off of Layaway purchases of 50 bucks or more.
2: And they both Attention, throw off get
1: ahead on Yeah, they throw off their uh their aprons and run out of the barbershop before they're done, although it looks like their haircuts are done, right? Yeah,
2: and they're for some reason Santa's kind of dressed like a biker. He's wearing like a jean vest. Then this is what I don't particularly like.
1: Whoa, I don't like where this is going. So Santa, they run out of the store <laughs> into the parking lot.
2: Right. Santa hops into a Jeep and his elf um who is also uh, not neither of them are dressed like Santa or elves. They're just wearing like kind of like biker type of clothes like plaid shirts and yeah. a jean vest. Santa gets into a regular Jeep. His elf gets into a toy, like one of those little toy battery-operated cars for a for a toddler. For, it's
1: a little pink little toy Jeep. Like
2: a toy Jeep. It's like a miniature plastic version of what Santa's driving. But there's something...
1: Why is this adult man... Up- upsetting that is about not an adult right. man when is this being from?
2: infantilized like that. And I, I think we already have a difficult relationship with putting little people with making little people constantly be elves and leprechauns etc etc and being other like mythical figures um it's not a it's not a practice i particularly like um and i don't think it's i don't think kmart handles it sensitively put it that way (laughs)
1: The license plate on Santa's Jeep is no dollar sign, dollar sign, DWN. No, no money, money down. down. And it looks like the toy Jeep says Lenny on the license plate.
2: But if Santa's just now learning about the no money down, why did his why did his Jeep already say that?
1: That's just the plate they gave him.
2: That <laughs> was just what he got issued by yeah. the DMV. <laughs> yeah. No dollar sign, dollar sign, DWN.
1: <laughs> That's just, hey, man. He just takes what they hand out. Yeah, that's a that's actually a weird place to end this. That's a I don't like that at all. I don't a like weird, it. Weird. Yeah. It says that that aired in the holidays of 2016. It aired like that's December. That's newer than I even thought it would be. Yeah. I thought that
2: was older. Yeah. So bad job, Kmart.
1: All right. Let's see what the ad council's got for us.
3: Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only
1: the echoes of my mind. Genevieve, last week on the show, somebody sang a jingle for us from a store called Menards. And you and I did not know about Menards, and we didn't know about the jingle, right? Right, although
2: it's stuck in my head.
1: And I, Do you want to sing it?
2: You save big money, you save big money. When you shop Menards, I didn't quite get it right but like
1: pretty that's good though gist. I did not remember the jingle until you sang it. Um, but I think you said I don't know maybe it's a Midwestern thing. Well we got a couple of emails from people with <laughs> the actual map that you can get on their website that shows their locations uh-huh. and it says yes. This is definitely a Midwestern <laughs> thing.
2: So You really have no excuse.
1: And uh, I guess not, although, um, you know, I didn't look closely at the map, so I don't know how well Ohio was represented, but... Um, Jeff said, when my wife and I realized you had no idea about Menards, we both sat up. <laughs> I love that. Like, you're, you're together in the living room, listening to the podcast together, and then you both sit up and you look at each other. Um, and uh, Jeff says, we made it our mission to help those that fly over our states become a little more informed. Menards is the little tool shop that could found anywhere in the Midwest, wherever there is not a Lowe's <laughs> or a Home Depot.
2: So with that caveat. <laughs> right.
1: Their commercials are local ad glorious, featuring the jingle we were treated to last night. The banjo breakdown in the piece you found was typically where a bespeckled, remember, like, there yes. was a little bit of a jingle and then a really yeah, long we found the. Tale. I was
2: like, what is this instrumental version happening here? Right,
1: exactly. Um, and it turns out that if we had let it play long enough, we would have heard them complete the the commercial jingle at the end okay um but anyway the banjo breakdown in the piece is where you would typically find a bespeckled white haired guy bespeckled or bespectacled I
2: think bespectacled
1: yeah I think so a white haired guy hawking the specials of the week on the tv or radio spot here he is through the years so here's the first commercial that Jeff sent in this is for like I don't like kind of Table saws and other kind of uh, big tools. And this looks like, I don't know, well, it says on YouTube this is 1984, and I guess that scans with what I'm seeing.
0: Menards has all the heavy duty industrial quality tools you need to help you and your workshop do most any job. Menards, your complete hardware
1: headquarters. Look here,
0: your choice of these three high performance tools for just $249 each. Here's the three quarter horsepower bandsaw with a 14 inch cutting distance, stand, capacitor start,
1: upper blade guide, and balance wheel. I had a bandsaw. I loved it
0: a genuine contractor's table saw with 45 to 90 degree cutting angles and 3400 rpm engine speed plus A full 30-inch table and and one-and-a-half horsepower motor, again, just $249. And this jointer with a six-inch blade can... I mean, this isn't
1: super interesting. It is to me
2: because I'll I'll tell you, I'm like, I have huge uh, table saw envy. Yeah. Yeah. And the first, the very first major purchase I would make if we ever had a house with like either a garage or a basement or something where I could set up a workshop would be a table saw.
1: Really? I'd get an extra refrigerator.
2: Uh, Well, we have different priorities.
1: I guess so. Maybe you could, you could make me a refrigerator. Yes, you can
2: make a refrigerator with with uh, with with wood.
1: (laughs) Yes, balsa wood. Okay, here's another Menards ad. This is from 1997, so this is you know uh, you know 13 years later. Whatever. I'm not doing the math.
0: Get your new year going with Energizer batteries from Menard. Great, long-lasting power for your holiday gifts. Choose 9-volt or twin packs of C or D, just $1.99. Flashlights are $5.98. Get a new look for the new year with Dutch Boy Paint. Confident Flat gives a quality finish, now just $6.85 a gallon. Use your big card and get an extra 10% off. Save
2: big money at Menards. I like the phrase Confident Flat. Yeah,
1: what was the actual line?
2: Wasn't that what he said? Like, he said something like, Confident Flat makes it look great or something. Confident Flat gives a- Oh,
1: I see. Confident is the name, the name of um, the, I guess, the, the, the line of paint right, that Dutch, the Dutch Boy, Boy offers. Right, the Dutch
2: boys sub-brand or whatever.
1: I, I guess they had these- um, it looks like they were Menards credit cards, not like the discount cards that we right. all carry around today. And he's holding a giant one. It's called the big card. And so, again, <laughs> I like things in scale. So he's holding this big, like, Ed mcmahon Maybe size if you buy that giant card. head, they'll
2: throw in the Menards big card <laughs> as a little sweetener.
1: Seems like it'd be easier if we just bought a bunch. Since I like things that are just in some sort of ridiculous scale... Seems more manageable to buy the small stuff. Well, that's why I, whenever
2: stuff. I see something that's like uh, tiny and, yeah, and you fun, do. I'll it buy it for me. you.
1: Do you want to hear some Menard bloopers? Yes. Okay. Um, this is wacky. The quality. This on guy's this name is, is bit...
2: uh, Ray Zamanda.
1: Okay, there it is. Yeah, Ray Zamanda, and I'm only going to play a little bit of this up to the point where he says he almost pooped his pants. <laughs> Boys. I think I got that right. What is
2: this? Like the guy who, that that baseball guy?
1: I may have this wrong. Uh, let's take a listen. George Brett.
0: Yeah. There you go. We made it. Sorry. Right. Okay, so these Discover are
1: these are like behind the scenes uh, clips of him trying to record commercials, and he's about to flip a hammer in the air and then drop it or something. Now we're not.
2: This isn't gonna be like as good as like the RV guy, right? No,
1: I don't think so.
0: Sorry. Right. Okay, Discover home improvement values at Bahar. Oh, I could get gold medal for that one, Wade. You gotta see expression. Almost cracked in my pants.
1: <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> he was Ray. not. He was not flipping a hammer. He was flipping a um, a paintbrush. And he and that's, caught it. And he caught it. That was why a good I was like, take.
2: I don't know why he like freaked out at the
1: end. And then Jeff says, Menards commercials. You know, again, famous for their jingle, also had a Christmas time jingle. <laughs> This week at Menards, we have tabletop saws for the love of your life. Nothing says you love her like a tabletop saw. Sorry, I I don't know if you know. I was just riffing there. That was me. Hey, everybody, that was me. Um, Jeff continues. He says, Midwesterners hold Menards as a source of pride. Branded coffee mugs, hats, polos, and their own boutique brand of master force tools, akin to like Lowe's. Cobalt or I think Craftsman or the Sears one. Right. Um, these Master Force tools adorn garages in some form or another. Well, I was
2: gonna say their um, their color scheme for these old ads, which is yeah. like a yellow, orange, and red band through their logo yeah. is absolutely great. And I was like I was thinking like I would love to have something with that that logo on it.
1: Now I see this assigned to Jeff and Jenna. Um, Jeff says, my wife and I cap off some date nights by strolling through Menards and taking in the aroma emanating from the indoor lumberyard of our local store. There's even a TikTok out there that celebrates a variety of items found in the store. I hope you get the chance to stroll through a Menards soon.
2: If we ever see one, we sure will.
1: That sounds great. I I know that smell. I know that smell so well. Uh, Glenn has a note for us. I kept saying on the show, I mean, I think I have been saying this probably... Since 2015, when we launched, that 7up is a Pepsi product. But Glenn says 7up is not a Pepsi product in the United States, though locally owned Pepsi bottlers might bottle 7up in some markets. Uh, Pepsi owns the international rights to 7up since 1986. Ownership of 7up here in the States has bounced around over the years and is now owned by the Dr. Pepper 7up unit of. Keurig Dr. Pepper.
2: Oh, so interesting, because I always thought of of Dr. Pepper and 7-Up as the Pepsi brand versions Mm -hmm. of Mr. Pibb, which I think is may have never been. I don't know whether Mr. Pibb was ever a Coke uh, product. And Sprite, which, of course, is a Coke product. Mm -hmm. I did have a vague recollection that 7-Up was at one point Uh, An independent or or at least not a it was it didn't originate with Pepsi. I guess I thought it had stayed it it was still I thought it had been bought out by Pepsi everywhere. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's sort of like a distinction without a difference because it's like so associated with Pepsi like it's it's the international rights are owned by Pepsi, you know, like in other words if it's anything, it's a Pepsi product It's not its own thing anymore. I guess Keurig Dr. Pepper maybe is the thing. And Snapple is
1: in there too because then underneath that you have Dr. Pepper Snapple group under Keurig Dr. Pepper.
2: Yeah. Wow. I'd have to see. I want to see the like ownership tree of all this shit yeah right
1: right right, right. Um, but
2: yeah thank you for clarifying looks
1: like a canada dry is in there as well snapple keurig dr pepper those seem to be the main um the main brands but
2: you're right there's no mention of mention of pepsi on this website so no. i guess it is it's not pepsi related
1: give me uh give, give me your thoughts on uh, let's start with dr pepper you like it
2: yeah pro dr pepper seven up uh, I'll take a sprite over a seven up, but I'm not yeah, why? I'm not, Me I'm not too. mad at a at a, at a seven up.
1: I have a theory in my head. I think I know how they taste or feel different, but I don't know if I'm right.
2: I don't know. I mean, I am more used to the taste of sprite. I I just I haven't had a seven up in the longest time.
1: I could be totally wrong about this. This could be something I'm just totally making up and maybe it's just been reinforced by advertising and marketing but I think of Sprite as being a little bit less a little bit smoother is maybe what I should say like yeah. a little bit more syrupy a little yeah. less on the carbonation whereas I think of 7up as that being more sharper bite. and with a little bit more bite.
2: I think of it too and I don't know if I could really tell you in a blind taste test mm-hmm. but I agree that's my that's my um, mental picture of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay so uh, oh and I guess I'll just ask you how do you feel about Snapple?
2: You know I feel like I sort of missed the Snapple revolution. Mm. I mean, not that I've never had one. I don't like iced tea.
1: Oh, that's right, you don't. So,
2: I d- I don't go for any Snapple teas, and then there are some Snapple drinks that are more just juices, yeah. and I'll have one of those. I also don't like how heavy the bottle is and it doesn't fit in my little monkey paw very comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, not that I would turn down a Snapple lemonade or something and certainly I have I have purchased them and drank them in the past. But it's not my go-to for those reasons. Hmm.
1: I actually like the bottles. And again, like as a kid, I think when Snapple was huge in the 90s, I think that we, I had plenty of Snapples. Um, and I don't know if the bottles are exactly the same, but I can sort of feel it in my hand. Yeah, they're it, big, heavy bottles. Yeah, I like it. Head Council, it's jingle time.
4: It is Nellie in New York, and um, well, I was in the store today, and I heard this song, and uh, and it, of course, reminded me of a commercial, which is always kind of sad. Okay. <clears throat> it's so easy, it's so easy, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's so easy, it's so easy, ooh, ooh, ooh. It's so easy, it's so easy, uh uh-huh, ooh, uh-huh. To own Tourcel. It's so easy. Uh, yeah, so
1: you're welcome. Bye. You yeah. didn't know that that's where that was going.
2: No, I don't remember that Tersel jingle. I
1: don't remember it either. In fact, I haven't previewed this. Mellie was good enough to uh, follow up the voicemail by uh, sending us a link. This is a 1987 Toyota I can Tercel tell you just from,
2: the, um, just from the screen grab that I'm. Loving the outfit of the woman who's driving this Tercel. Uh,
1: it's got a whole. It's it's, got a
2: real um Sybil Shepherd and Moon. moon Yes, you're
1: right. She's very Sybil. In fact,
2: is that Sybil Shepherd? That might
1: be Sybil. Um, let's see.
2: Anyway, she's a Sybil Shepherd alike. If it's not her,
1: definitely. I guess. Yeah, I think this description would mention it if it's her but it's not she looks very much like her she's got on these sparkly high heels and there's a doo-wop group a three-person all-male doo-wop group uh doing oh and it says here in the description that the song is by the crickets i wouldn't have known that let's take a listen it's
0: so easy to own
3: sell, it's so easy to New Toyota Tercel Easy. still priced in the 50s. So contemporary um, style, contemporary power, but priced at only 58.48. So Tercel, traditional Toyota quality and reliability. It's so easy to own Tercel. Still priced
0: in the 50s. For anything
1: more. Toyota. We also end up seeing kind of a. Outside of a diner scene, and we got some it poodle scur- Like a, it girls. was like an outtakes
2: from Greece. The eighties were obsessed with the fifties. Yes,
1: this is this is true. I
2: mean, we're you know we're th- I'm thinking back to that Mandy Patinkin ad. Yeah. Um, like Greece, of course, was a was a phenomenon. Um, the uh, uh Happy Days, I think, was a was that an eighties uh show
1: no or, i don't think or that so the 70s? i feel like happy days was the 70s either way
2: i feel like the even maybe
1: into the 80s into the
2: 80s and it was like that that general timeline i mean i went to elementary school and i they would have 50s day where you would have to wear a goddamn poodle skirt Ugh, to, to school i not only that i mean did we the were, guys
1: have to dress up
2: I mean, nobody had to, but, you know, yeah. it was like, you know... Didn't I feel
1: like that's the type of thing that where there's more pressure, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, there was, like, it was 50s day, and, like, yeah. all the girls wanted to have a felt poodle skirt. I mean... Do
1: you like poodle skirts? It's a look.
2: Um, It not for me.
1: Yeah. Did but, you ever have one? I mean,
2: yeah, I did for, like, you know... Well, for, for 50s day. For 50s day, you had to have one. But, like, um, I mean, it's... Looking back on it, it's kind of, like, bonkers how into the 50s... This country was, and to some degree remains, mm-hmm. like this fantasy that it was some utopian time for this country. It was
1: for everybody. For everybody. For everybody. For
2: everybody.
1: Um, for whatever it's worth, happy days ran from seventy four to eighty four. Yeah, so, so that's you know, exactly what pretty, we thought. Yeah, pretty much solidly straddled the two decades yeah. there. Um, okay, I have another voicemail I want to play for you.
4: Hi Andrew and Genevieve, this is Judy. I live in Cleveland and I have a jingle for you that I think Andrew will remember from his childhood. It's for an event called the IX Indoor Amusement Park that celebrated in 19, not 19, sorry, in 2019 celebrated their 30th anniversary And, of course, it was closed in 2020 because of Cleveland. And now the Ix Center has been closed, so it will be no more. So they celebrated 30 years. But every year in spring, this was a sign that spring was coming. So cool, so fun. If you are not here, you're the only one. All the rides inside, jump upside down, spinning around. So cool, so fun. What a great place to meet someone. Party on till last or dark at the IX Indoor Amusement Park. It's here today, not gonna stay. Go right away to the IX Indoor the Amusement, amusement park. park. Gotta get to the IX Indoor Amusement Park. You will find on YouTube a plethora of ads because it's a 30-year event, and they tweaked the jingle over the years, but it was always the same. And now we don't know when spring comes to Cleveland anymore because there are no more ads for
1: the IX Indoor Amusement Park. I
4: love your show. Thank you so much for all you do.
2: Bye. Spring may never come to Cleveland again then. I
1: know. The woodchuck will never see his – the groundhog will never see his shadow (laughs) is obviously what I meant to say there. Couldn't think of groundhog. It is getting late. My head is so. Wait, not it's called the right.
2: IX Indoor Amusement Park. So
1: here's the deal. And is it, I is
2: that I, IX like nine?
1: I had completely forgotten about this aspect of the IX Center, but there's something called the IX Center, mm-hmm. which is now apparently going away. But the it stood for International Exposition Center. Okay. It was the Expo Center, right? Okay. Um, and that's a generic term, yeah, right? Yeah. Like an Expo Center. Sure. So it was Cleveland's Expo Center. It's called the IX, and I never went I went to the IX Center for things like uh boat shows, yeah. RV shows, camping shows, that type gun of thing. Gun shows. Yeah, although I don't think I ever went to a gun show no, although I, I do think that they had guns at some of these outdoor shows, you know, this is again like mostly the 90s, maybe a little bit of the 80s. Um, and more to the
2: point, uh, it's Cleveland.
1: And it's Ohio. I remember really liking those types of things. Uh, my dad uh, and those uncle. Play,
2: those big expos are are super fun. Oh,
1: they're, they were. So, and you There's as, all as kinds a kid, of giveaways, you're just like, hell you're just yeah. taking buttons and stickers sure. and all this. Like, all the
2: crap that they yeah. give away that is just garbage to an adult is like manna for a kid. It's just, I
1: loved it so much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my dad and uncle had um, a grill that they kind of invented called the, um, the Andy Man Grill. Oh, I'm certainly. the namesake one of those 55-gallon drum So they were
2: actually, like, they were showing. So they would
1: sometimes show there. I just have a lot of fond memories of going to those types of shows. Um, And anyway, I never went to the amusement park. In fact, I got to be honest with you, when Judy first started singing this, it didn't really ring a bell until you got to that hook at the end, the I-X indoor. And I was down here. I immediately started singing along uh, by myself. And... It's funny because I know that part of the song so well. It, it's like a constant wallpaper, I feel like, in my youth. But I feel like I never stopped to consider the actual amusement park. Like, I don't think I ever went to I the amusement like that. park where it was yeah. there. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess they had an indoor amusement park. But it wasn't
2: like, some like, I mean, you know, like Six Flags, where I grew up, was an event at least once a summer and hopefully more if you were lucky, and you know, its it, its presence loomed quite large as a place that you would like to go as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I guess this wasn't like that for you.
1: Yeah, not not for me. My family well, was it like never just like there. an
2: overblown Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Well, let's watch a commercial and take let's a look. No, a I, th- I mean, it's an iX center. So it's huge. I think it was like an amusement park with with rides oh, wow. and, you know, games and probably like a like maybe a. State Fair vibe or yeah, something. Yeah, but you can't inside. get too
2: great with the rides inside. Well,
1: no, although it did have incredibly... In fact, you know what? Now I do remember some, like... Again, I don't. I, I wasn't there, but I do remember, like, conversations about, like, how they're able to get roller coasters inside this place because it was huge. It was like an airplane hangar sure. or, like, Boeing or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's probably a gross exaggeration, but it felt like that. Um, so here's a 1990s version. I feel like... I feel like I, I can
2: tell you it's the 90s from that font.
1: <laughs> yes, it's good. like every letter is a different font. Yes. Like it's a ransom note. Um
2: What <laughs> really does What was it with the 90s and everything having to look like it was a ransom I note. don't know. I
1: went to Teriyaki Madness today and they have that same yes. they're really leaning into it. But I don't feel like this is the perfect example of the theme. Um you know, like Judy said it went through a lot of iterations, but it always has that kind of again, hook at the end.
4: It's cold, no time every time you had some time
1: pretty big, right? You're looking at all the It is pretty rides. big.
2: Until the very last shot where they actually have a wide shot showing mm-hmm. the sort of scale of things, I was pretty dubious because it was a lot of very quick cuts, very close up of people in little cars that were like moving mm-hmm. along a track or whatever. And I was thinking like, yeah, this blows like
1: you can see that it's got one of those big arms in the sky that like swings you around yeah i mean there's probably some okay rides in there yeah i mean it's no cedar point
2: it's no cedar point i mean my god how do you compete with cedar point you're in the same geo like forget it but
1: again this is springtime the cedar point probably isn't even open at this point that's the thing
2: you have you have a thing like this in a cold um in a cold weather place.
1: Exactly. Here's one of the latest versions. This was for the 2018 season. Now, does that guitar remind you of something?
2: Yes. I'm trying to think, is it like Fine Young Cannibals or something? More on that later. Or like EMF or something like that? Let's talk about that after this
1: commercial. So fun. if you're not here you're the only one. Rides inside they do have outside. a
2: live seal show mm-hmm. so they have bumper cars probably terrible
1: something called freak out oh a giant swinging boat ooh even one of those like uh a free kind fall. of free fall things All right, so there it is in its modern form, and I asked you if that rang a bell, because when I heard that, it definitely rang a bell, but I couldn't quite place that riff. Well, let's have all of our questions answered. We're going to listen to a full two minutes of a (laughs) um, news piece that just came out in September, Remembering the IX Indoor Amusement Park uh, theme song, As Cleveland facility is set to close. This is from WKYC, the NBC station there, which I grew up with.
3: It's so cool and so fun. And if this song sounds familiar, you're not the only one. Because this jingle has been getting stuck in the heads of Northeast Ohioans for nearly a quarter of a century. What a thrill, you know, to turn on the radio and go, oh my God, it's that song again. George Sipples, the man behind the song, a former rock musician turned audio engineer turned jingle writer. The IX Indoor Amusement Park tune, actually George's first big project in the business. Talk about starting off with a bang. It was only intended to be used one year and they've been using it every year ever since. Billy Sullivan
1: is the voice. Now he's. Um, you know, he's a man who's probably in his what late fifties here. Looks like yeah. maybe he has taken advantage of hair plug technology. Hard to say. Um, and he's standing. He's in got the, the kind
2: of like glasses that old guys get because they think it, they make them look. He younger looks like and an cooler. old
1: rocker, kind of turned yes. engineer, turned jingle turned writer. Turned jingle as writer, yes. and he's got his big ass uh, electric I just guitar. I worked with a
2: bunch of dudes like this in the when I worked in PR in a PR mm-hmm. agency, and. They just left a bad taste in my mouth. Like old guys who just like they were who who were who fancied themselves cool at one point and are unwilling to um, reckon with the fact that time has rendered them somewhat less relevant.
1: Right. It's almost like something like this. If they had enough money, they would create almost like an entire museum towards rock and roll, let's say. Let's just say they're in let's the Seattle say area. If they had with enough a, money, they with might a giant make a giant
2: tower of guitars of electric guitars, a fuck ton of money Because on.
1: they one time jammed on a Jimi Hendrix song with um, uh, a session musician who once played with Bruce Springsteen.
3: Yeah, behind the tune and the other half of the dynamic duo responsible for Cleveland's favorite earworm. So where did it come from? At that particular time, there was a song that was very popular uh, called, She Drives Me Crazy yep. by Fine Young Cat. I was right. Yep. And th- that hook, she drives me crazy, it used to go through my head all the time. Short bursts of guitar, da-da.
1: Da, da, da. So I grabbed that idea. Okay, it so be I stole that. So I stole that hook. Yeah. It's supposed to be the teen version. Now there is one more big, dazzling detail that will be interesting to you and our particular <laughs> listening audience coming up in a second. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I think you're gonna. Maybe I'm overplaying it, but I think you're gonna say, "Wow." So I kind of took that direction, and we did a few
3: takes, and uh, that, and the rest is history. As popular as it is in Cleveland. The tune actually isn't George's best-known work. For the best car insurance rates in town, call
1: 1-800-GENERAL-NOW. Your face, wow. Genevieve made the face that I knew she was gonna make when I decided I was gonna play this earlier today. For the best low today, race you
2: can get online, go to the General and save
3: some time. He
1: wrote it, yeah, boy wrote it. You feel different about him now?
3: No, I that, <laughs> that all scans. Isn't George's best-known work.
1: For the best car insurance
3: rates in town, call 1-800-GENERAL-NOW kind of tops it out because that's a national. So cool, so fun! What a great place to meet. Now he's so playing long. it. But it is <laughs> one of his favorites. On an a unplugged electric in guitar in the empty Expo Center. That is
1: still so just so as catchy
3: today. Well, not I not. think people still like it. They love the. Oh, music. I guess it's plugged in. Oh, I hate that thing. I can't
1: get it. I hear it once. I get, you know.
3: God,
2: the Thank confluence you. of local but news really and an yeah, and old, old rock yeah, guy right. is just chef's kiss.
1: I know. Okay, here's the last thing on this. I'm sorry. I know we're going along, but I have one more thing. In grabbing these... um. In grabbing these uh, links, I came across an emo cover (laughs) that I love. I'm calling it emo. I don't know if it's really emo, but kind of a sad bastard cover. Let's take a listen to this. This is from Eric, the heart attack man. So cool, so fun. If you're not here, you're the only one. All the rides inside. Jump upside
4: down Spin around So cool, so fun I kind of
2: like it I actually place to meet I stand
4: someone. Party until
1: after dark At the I.X. Indoor Amusement Park It's here today Not gonna stay Go right away <laughs> Knowing the that the I-X Center, I.X. Center is going down this is perfect indoor Amusement Park Gotta get to the
4: that is fantastic
1: i love that i I love that you love it that is great that really makes my day i didn't know you'd have such a positive reaction you can't sell anything I gotta send that um, version, that final version, to our friend Paul. Yes, That's exactly do. what he would do. He will. He grew up with me in Cleveland. Yeah, I was thinking like this is to perfect take, for Paul. What was the song that build he me want, up Buttercup? He wanted to do a slow version of Build Me Up Buttercup, yes, just like that. That's <laughs> yes. exactly
2: what made me think of. Um, yeah, you gotta send that to Paul. Um, and the listeners came through today. Was that not
1: amazing? That Best part so of the show. Amazing. No offense. I mean, yeah, no, I none taken. We just too, grabbed but. a bunch
2: of barbershop commercials. The <laughs> listeners did a lot of work. Thank you.
1: That was amazing. Ad council. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. If you want to send us an email, after these messages, show at gmail.com. But you'll notice a lot of this came in via the voicemail line, and I love it. In fact, I know uh, if you haven't heard your voicemail, we have a couple more to get to. Just running short on time today. But you can call us at 607-444-5597. I'll say it again in case you're driving and you want to memorize this. It's 607. That's easy to remember. Then there's four fours. And then five five nine. No, there's three fours. Okay, you're driving. Okay, okay. It's six o seven. So it's over like okay. Point, so it's like two threes, which is goes six o seven.
2: If you add all the fours together, you get you get twelve. Divide that.
1: <laughs> and then when you add it all together and you correspond every number to a letter of the alphabet, you get after these <laughs> morsages, which is so close, so close to after these messages, six o seven four 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 five five nine seven after these messages show at gmail.com and genevieve facebook uh
2: that is just the facebook group for after these messages just come find us it. it's uh it's great to see everybody there and uh we'll talk to you next week come find me Backyards,
1: kittens puppies 401ks Lobos, yuppies yeah i'm talking about wine drinkers bald head men,
4: playing swine.